the mother. That was my um, my roommate in college and things like that. I mean, this is what we working at Alabama. This is what stuff that we dreamed of, just being able to play against each other in the NFL. I mean, now we're here. The Las Vegas Journal Review. Yeah, it's a uh, super fun. I mean, you know what I mean? Because um, the dudes that I played against early in the season, like those dudes were like arguably like probably be in the Hall of Fame someday. You know what I mean? So it was an honor to play against like people of those uh, caliber. Started off with Tyler Bischoff from ESPN Radio. Yeah, I thought Brandon and Alec, they, they uh, again, looked more comfortable, uh, came off the ball. Uh, and again, that's a big part of playing the playing offensive line position is those guys getting a chance to play together, the five same five guys. So I think they'll just continue to get better as they play together. The Las Vegas Review Journal. I mean, it, it always helps. I mean, play kind of complimentary football, you know, from from defense to offense to special teams and you know in all phases of the game you want to be clicking on all cylinders so when you know when we have the run game going it only just it makes the weapons on the outside you know that much scarier bishy bishy just crushed my dreams boom sadness that's the one i'm yeah. still looking at more chickens sorry uh. I was just listening to Dana White, <laughs> big fan, the big fan, big fan of the artist, Dana Chief. White, the big fan. Think he gets it delivered to his front door still? I bet he does. Cocaine isn't cheap. <laughs> I bet he does. I think people who rip things and always have bad things to say about it are closet, not fans, but want to know like what's being written. You got to be paying attention to it to rip it. Exactly. Yeah. That's the whole coach. I don't read. Sure you do. Yeah. Make up stuff. You gotta be paying attention to rip it. You can't rip something you don't know anything about. No, well, you, you shouldn't. shouldn't. How do you know it's made up if you haven't read it? Right. Darn right. So uh an interesting quote yesterday, kind of from John Gruden. Uh so HBO Real Sports. Uh apparently one of their producers just cold called Mark or cold called John Gruden. What? Cold called John <laughs> Gruden. Got it. Um they're doing a story or a segment on Mark Davis, and they just Called John Gruden, and apparently he answered and gave them this quote. People who know me know what I stand for for 58 years. I have a resume of 58 years. The truth will come out. What does he mean when he says the well, truth will come out? Exactly, because... The email's already out. I, I don't know what that means because I don't believe, correct me if I'm wrong, he has disputed those are his emails. So if those are his emails and those are the things he said, I don't know where the truth lies other than that's what he wrote. Right? Yeah. I, I don't – the truth of what? You wrote those emails and they're kind of hard to be interpreted different ways than how we've interpreted them. Yeah. So this is where, like, the conversation that I think – Mark Davis and John Gruden want this to go is to put the focus on the NFL and the way they've handled it, as opposed to the actual emails that John Gruden sent, because the truth will come out. Okay. If the NFL, what, what I think John Gruden means by that is that the NFL specifically targeted him and there might be other people with, you know, bad emails that deserve right. to be fired, blah, blah, blah. If that's what he means by the truth will come out, then okay. The truth will come out. We'll find out that the NFL did leak these emails because they wanted John Gruden out. And we'll find out that there are four other guys in the NFL that send emails like John Gruden and they get fired too, right? Even if all that comes out. He still wrote the emails. He sent uh, those emails. Yeah, I don't. So even if all that comes out, 
nothing really changes for John Gruden, right? No. He's not getting his job back because there's no. five other guys that suck in the league. He's not like nobody's going to think, oh, he's not racist or homophobic because five other guys were racist or homophobic. He sent those emails. He is not denied sending those emails. He resigned, right? Like, I mean, it's pretty much an admission that he sent those emails. So I, yeah, I don't, I mean, sure. We might find out that the NFL targeted the Raiders and targeted John Gruden and the NFL covered up some other stuff. That wouldn't be all that surprising given the way the NFL operates. Absolutely not. But and if you're John and, and especially Gruden, with the timing of it. If you're John Gruden, it doesn't really matter at this point, right? Like, yep, you're the one that got caught speeding. Everybody was going 15 over the speed limit and the cop only pulled you over. You were still going 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. You got caught. Sure, it sucks. There's nothing else you can do about it, though. You can't complain. Well, like, the only thing I could think, and it's it's not a strong argument, is that if four or five other people had these kind of emails, that his belief is it would take the shine off him for these things. But again, if you still, no matter what, if you still try to go get a job in football, like you said, they're not going to say, well, we're going to hire you because other people did. Right. It doesn't matter. It's right. just they're looking at you specifically, looking at your emails, and do they want to take what would be, I'm sorry, a PR hit by hiring him? Yeah. It would be a big PR hit. You'd have to. I'll tell you one thing. If someone does it, the interesting, fascinating part will be whatever the press conference is because they're going to have to explain that he's so good at X and Y or whatever you're hiring him for we're going to overlook these emails in 2021, 2022, whenever he would be hired. And I think that would be a fascinating press conference because I don't know how you'd explain it away where you couldn't say, look, can't you get someone else to do this job that didn't have these emails and would be just as competent with it? Yeah. Art Briah still coaching somewhere? Is he still at a high school? I'm on it. Is there high school? There have been like high schools have hired guys with. Pretty, Bad pass. Pretty brutal pass. Right. That would be fascinating if a high school took John Gruden. And would John Gruden want to coach high school football? I I don't know. That's pretty know. yeah. I mean yeah. that's who knows. Guy was I mean, guy was retired for nine years doing Monday night football, basically you might just watching film, watching football all the time. Like I would really... walk in and say how many state titles have you won because I'm not taking over a bad team. <laughs> Do you guys pay 10 years exactly. $100 million? No. <laughs> no. That was just Mark Davis. What are these coupons to the yeah. snack bar about? So I, what do you got on us for Art Bryles? Art Bryles resigns as coach of Mount Vernon High School football December 2020. Oh, oh so recently. probably did he, did he resign after he took it? What? Yeah. What's did he resign? Cause he sucked or he was 20 and six. Oh, not cause in he two seasons. Definitely not. Cause he, sucked. well, yeah, not because he sucked. So I was, if he had done it right after being hired and the pressure on the school was too much, but he actually coached two seasons. So by then they had moved on from whatever, you know, he, he got hired for. Who was coaching here? Didn't, wasn't there a uh, high the, here? the guy from Bay, also from Baylor, who I believe put a person in a trunk, if that story, it, it was a basketball coach. Oh, Dave Bliss. Dave Bliss. That's Dave Bliss. it. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Is he still? No, yeah, he, by the way, he, he the resigned. big Baylor flag, does it got some asterisks on it? <laughs> you stop that, Jared. I mean, you at least that. Tyler's team were hitting trash cans. They weren't <laughs> committing crimes. You, st- you stop that. Uh, Dave Bliss, uh, I think it's, I did a huge story, and I should know this, American University, American Prep, uh, um, 
They he he has moved on. He's, he's moved, moved on. on. He's moved on. Have you gotten any HOA violations for your Baylor flag? No, Probably but how about them. this the other day? I've got some guy. We don't know who it is. We've got an HOA guy who walks around with the iPad. I think I told you that with the pictures. Mm-hmm. We've also got a gentleman for whatever reason walks around in his pajamas all day. <laughs> and we're all not, day. Yes, and we're not sure which one took the picture. We did a lot of cutting of, of branches in the back, and we couldn't fit them all in the trash this week on the bulk day. So oh. we just leave. We left like one branch out that you know we'll cut up, yeah. and, and we'll eventually put in the trash can. Someone took a picture of the branch, and we got another fine of a branch. And I think it's the guy in the pajamas. Because I, I'll see, I'll oh, see. He's the, got nothing else to exactly. do. Exactly. I'll see the HOA guy like when I leave at like six fifteen in the morning, walking around with that iPad, looking for things. And he gives him the finger. And, and, and I almost hit him each day. And uh, but the pajama man has an iPhone, and we know for a fact he's gotten two other people. Uh, one for their wall um, wasn't up to date, and another for something else. He's gotten two other people fined. So all he does is walk up each street all day long. He's an elderly gentleman. That that shows you the pajamas part. But taking pictures of what he so believes. he's just somebody's grandpa's lost. Yes, yes, exactly. And uh, violations. And he got me for the for the branch. How it's, much? It's a pretty got, big branch. You got fined? Like, well, they they sent the picture like they do everything. And I think that my wife said, okay, enough is enough. When is the next HOA meeting? Because I'll be front and center. And if you see her front and center with her opinions, forget <laughs> about it. We, we will not be fined at all. In fact, they're probably going to be paying us money for the time that we went over there. Um, we, yeah. We got an HOA letter this week. Uh-oh. With a picture? With a picture. Our garage door is faded. What? We have to repaint our yeah. garage door. Because it yeah. is do you, faded. Okay. <sighs> Man. It's like the one I told you in our neighborhood with the wall. The wall was faded and kind of chipping, and they said you got to redo the wall. Yeah. Who's going to paint it, by the way? I have no idea. I don't even know where to start painting I'll, a garage I'll, door. I'll, I'll do it. Do you have to strip the paint off of a garage door before you repaint it? It's or a can different you kind paint? of paint, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Can you paint over paint on a garage door? I think on a garage door with the glossy paint, you can paint over it. I don't think you have to strip it. It, it depends on... What whether it's chipping or not, and That's, whether or not it would lay flat. But if it's just, yeah, you just faded. You just paint it. You just now paint it. You might just do a little scratch pad and yeah, rough it paint up, it. and then paint it. I'm about to turn into the old grandpa in pajamas, wandering up and down the road because every single house in our neighborhood has a faded garage door. So your HOA is they all have to be the, they have to be certain colors and certain tones. But oh, we got to look may, that up exactly. What you it may says. need to talk to your neighbor, and it may just be one person who's in charge of the HOA. Basically, it's like, well, my garage isn't faded, yeah. so bleep all of you. You got to see if other people got the same thing, though. Dude, probably because I don't if, know any of my neighbors. Yes, I that's know. true. We have we've had the two houses right next to us. As a lot of people have moved in and out, but the both people living on both sides of us, we never see these people. Never. Are they the same people? No, they're no. It's they've uh, moved in and out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, but like okay, both okay. both people have moved in this year on either side You've of never us. Never seen them like once or twice. I've seen one guy take his trash out at one side, and I've seen one lady walk out and grill on the other side. You didn't. You didn't wave. And uh, no, I did. I did. Oh, wave. you did. Yeah. And they sort of nodded. I back don't or wave. Something. Yeah. But like, <laughs> have never like if you told me they didn't actually live there, I'd believe there's nothing because the previous owners in one of the house. Like, 17 people lived there. There was, like, three yeah. dogs. They were always barking at my dogs, and my dogs were barking back. Like, it was, it was loud over there. I knew people lived there. 
never see these people, which is great, by no, the way. No, you want that. I you love never see seeing people. these people. No. But at the same time, I can't be like, hey, uh, is your garage door faded? <laughs> Was it? Okay, so I, I went, I've been over to his neighborhood maybe twice ever. And the one time, one of the times I went over... It looked like somebody was having a birthday party in his neighbor's house. It, there was there were cars, there cars everywhere. Like there was just like there's like sixty. There are people just wandering in with like like Gatorade jugs full of something. Like is there yeah. just like a like Kinsiera going the, on? Was, the people that used to live there, there'd be like seventy people there. Every, every morning, I'd have to back out and like swerve my car a little because their car would be backed on, uh, parked oh. on the curb, but sort of into my driveway a little bit. Yeah, but so. you're 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 liking this. You don't want to like people. Oh yeah, I'm pumped. Greatest neighbors yeah. ever. Never see these people. They don't have dogs to bark at my dogs. It's, Phenomenal. Uh, There's gonna hit a point though where you're gonna start to smell something, and you're gonna have to be the in be the one who calls the cops. Yeah, you guys worried about my faded garage? There's a dead body <laughs> next door. Get it together. By the way, our gate's broken every day. Can we fix that before we worry about my oh, yeah. damn garage? Yeah. We had a guy. We had a Jesus. kid drive through our gate. <laughs> Oh no, we wait. Okay, we need to go to break. What is it with people in this city and driving through cement walls? The amount of times that I see a giant hole in a cement wall on the side of the road. There was one like two weeks ago over here by where we work. I, I've seen it like. Wait, seven isn't that where times. you live? No, the, no. So what I was going to say is the fun part about the gate in my neighborhood is that the there are like gates for the commuters, like people who walk. Next to the sidewalk, these idiots push our freaking oh. gate open, and it breaks it every time. And it's like, just use the freaking door. People are idiots. All right, here we go. We got something to give away. Where are you going? Seltzerland. Two tickets Where to Las Vegas Seltzerland. Saturday, October 23rd at Angel Park Golf Club. Spend the afternoon tasting 30-plus unique hard seltzers. Tickets start at 39 bucks at eventbrite.com, but... We've got a pair for you for free right now to Las Vegas Seltzerland. Caller number five, 702-364-1100. You'll win a pair of tickets to Las Vegas Seltzerland, 702-364-1100. Bischoff's Briefs. How was the game? Not very good. Have you ever seen a good hockey game? No. Me neither. I love sports. I just can't get next to hockey. Bischoff's brief. See, I think Americans like to savor situations. One down, bottom of the ninth. One run game, first and third. Left-handed batter, right-hand reliever. Infield, a double play depth. Here's the pitch. Bischoff's briefs. Scoring in hockey you know, it seems to come out of nowhere. The play-by-play guy is always shocked. Le Petier passes to Huckenshuck, who skates past the blue line. Huckenshuck, of course, was traded from Winnipeg for a case of Labatt's after sitting out last season with, oh my God, he scores! Bischoff's Briefs. Bischoff's Briefs taking a look at college football expansion because the AAC yesterday officially added six new members. Charlotte, Florida Atlantic, North Texas, Rice, UAB and UTSA. What is interesting is that the AAC specifically targeted teams in big cities, or at least, you know, bigger than just like a college town. They got Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio, Charlotte and Birmingham, and then Florida Atlantic's kind of close to Miami. The curious part 
is how does joining the AAC make those programs better? It's nice to think, oh, you've got a college football team that's close to Miami or Houston or Charlotte or whatever. If they're good, they can. that's a good market to be in. But you've got to actually have a competent program. We see it here in Las Vegas. Everybody loves Las Vegas. It's a great market. Football team here is not any good, so who really cares? Uh, because these schools are not joining a power conference, right? This is not making the jump to a power conference. These schools are going to get $5 million in TV money, not $40 million in TV money. So I don't quite understand how this move makes a lot of sense for the AAC. I don't get how this conference can make Charlotte, UAB, Florida Atlantic, North Texas better. I don't see how these programs are going to be much better than they are in Conference USA right now. So I don't get this from the American athletic well, standpoint. You didn't hear the quote from Commissioner Mike Oresco. <laughs> we will continue to be the P6, which is very bizarre, where he continues to think they're the sixth best conference in America. I is, am this, not... is this like back in the day when you could just declare yourself a national champion? Oh, yeah. Back in yeah. the day, that was like... Danny White did it UCF, how many years ago? UCF, UCF just did it. No, UCF was the official... I, there was a, like an actual... like. Poll. No, no, there was an actual. There was a magazine run by dentists that declared them the national <laughs> or, champions. I may have been a, a radio show or some a national radio show declared them the national championship. This is um, and that we don't say legit. we don't say it often about uh, Hare Thompson, but I think Hare Thompson and his presidents made the absolute best decision to, as Hare Thompson said, stand pat, stay where you're at, and you might have to deal with the Boise's and the San Diego States with the Big 12 and whoever coming to try to get them. But for now, to add these teams, I'm with you. It makes no sense. It does nothing for you except, I guess, make you a larger conference, yes. which whatever that means. And by the way, are, are, is this more parts of the pie they're splitting? Well, that's the interesting part. They didn't answer any questions yesterday about Finances? revenue money from the the media deal. So I don't know. I, I would guess. I mean, when the Big Ten added uh, Nebraska and Rutgers and Maryland, those three schools got a reduced uh, payout from the media deal for like the first four years right. or something like that. Uh, and then now they're getting the full share. But the AAC did not say anything about that. From the Mountain West standpoint, if you are Craig Thompson, I think you sit back and laugh. Yes, I do too. Because... Look at those schools they added. Right, because if you are the Mountain West or the American, you don't really have a shot if a power conference comes calling for one of your schools. No, they're going to go, for the most it's part. Just, yes. It's just the situation that you're yeah. in. So when the American loses a few teams, right, obviously it hurts their conference. But what the American did, their first plan was actually the smartest probably thing they could do was, well, Let's go get the best other group of five programs we can find. Let's go steal the best teams from the Mountain West. And they tried to get Boise State, San Diego State, Colorado State, and Air Force. So that was not really a, a bad idea from the American. But if you're the Mountain West, you're sitting back today, and you just watched your biggest competition in terms of quality group of group five, of five conference. Yeah. Fail to steal your teams. Fail to get your best two programs in San Diego State and Boise State. And because they failed to do that, they turned around and added six programs yeah. that are probably going to mean nothing to the no. American. Like, right now, today, the American is still significantly behind the Mountain West. Absolutely. 
the Mountain West, well, I, I say today, be, not today, but because the membership's going to take a few years for these schools to actually leave conferences. But in three years from now, the Mountain West is significantly better than the American. If no one has come and gotten their two right. best schools. And if you're Craig Thompson, if you're the Mountain West, yes, you should always be afraid that the Pac-12 decides to add teams right. or that the Big 12 says, hey, we like Boise or whatever. Right. You should be afraid of that. But today, you're sitting back and laughing, laughing. at the Americans. Yeah, absolutely. Because you won. Like, the Mountain West won this round of expansion as far as group of five conferences go. They didn't lose anybody, and they watched their biggest competition get significantly yeah. weaker. All they did was get bigger. All they did was add. They just, they just got bigger. And listen, they added six teams. I'm sure one of those six is going to be competent. I'm sure one, like Charlotte, one of those schools is going to become cool or become good or something like that. Like UAB suddenly might be a really good program, but if you had to add six to get one, that's not really good. That's not a good, that's not good math for you. And if I'm sitting in the American and that's, you asked it, the, the key question is how does this end up with their media deal? Cause right now they're getting like six or seven, seven million. million, seven million. Are you getting significantly more because, Hey, ESPN, don't you want to put rice and FAU on TV? Not really. We could have done that when they were in Conference USA together. Well, they didn't want to. And the story says, uh, whatever sum the new members are paid, media rights deal, it's a step up from the half a million they receive from Conference USA. Actually, I'm a little surprised they only get a half a million in Conference USA. Uh, but, okay, then what is it? So now you're going to pay them $2 million? What have you done other than lose money to other schools yeah. and get bigger? Yeah. That doesn't I'm, make yeah. any sense. I, I, From the AAC standpoint, I don't get it. Now, from these six schools, you absolutely make the move up because – the oh, co- yeah. Conference USA just lost two schools to the Sun Belt as well. Southern Miss and I forgot the other one are going to the Sun Belt, which is hilarious to think Conference USA is losing schools to the Sun Belt. So Conference USA is that kind of it's done for. It might be done for here. So these six schools leaving, it's like, okay, our conference is falling apart and we're going to, I mean, the American is better than Conference USA, but from the American standpoint, it doesn't make any sense. And for Mike Oresco to come out and say, Our Power Six campaign is going to be energized. It's not going away. No, he feel you know obviously he feels a need to say that, but we feel a need to sit back and laugh. I mean, nobody believes that. I don't even know if there's internally in that league that anyone believes that. I mean, they might like him saying it because you have a commissioner out there pumping up your conference. But who who can look at that move from this week with all those schools at and say, yeah, yeah, we're, we're 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 better now? I think my favorite quote from him yesterday though was somebody asked him about Cincinnati, number two in the country right now, and he said, you know, if Cincinnati makes the college football playoff, they will have done it as an American <laughs> athletic conference team. <laughs> so like, he'll be right there front and center at that game, man. Right. It's like Mike Oresco will be right there. They're going through a divorce, but they're still going to be yes. proud and take credit of what oh, Cincinnati does. Oh, they'll take credit does. for it. Well, well Cincinnati yeah, wins the national championship. No, it's the yeah the dad basically saying, and if it wasn't for me going to work and working those long hours, he wouldn't ever be able to afford those karate exactly. lessons. <laughs> Did you take karate growing up, Jared? Uh, I think I took taekwondo. Oh, okay, get it, get you out there with Paul Gutierrez. No, 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 yes. no, 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 uh, te- to teach you, not, no, to, not to fight him. <laughs> I'm not throwing you to your death against Paul Gutierrez and his black belt. All right, coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. Our stats hogwash. Are you tired of hearing Tyler do math on the radio? Tweet at Bischoff underscore Tyler and at Ed Graney. Uh, guys, it's, it's just not going to happen for her. 
We should really lay off the fact that she's been dating the same guy through six running rebel coaches. It's the only thing in her life she could call an engagement. Raiders.com's Cassie Soto joins the press box for her weekly hit. Hello, Cassie. Hello. Hello, Tyler and Ed. Hello. Hey. What? And Jared. Thank you. Hey, guess what I did today during the show? Bought more chickens. Yeah, we bought a chicken for $2,900. Real dollars? Yeah, real dollars. Not Monopoly dollars. No, real dollars. $2,900. What kind of chicken? Uh, It's a white striped chicken. It's a perfection rating of 100. And it's a dorking, which is the worst heritage. Huh. All right. (laughs) So what he said was... What he just said was he spent about 5% of the money you spent on your uh, boyfriend's uh, anniversary gift. Yes, that's what he said. Oh, yeah. Did you give that to him? Did Dang. that happen? I did. What did you give him? I did. We didn't get told what it was until afterwards. So what did you, what'd you get your boyfriend? I got him tickets to the Canelo fight in November. That was, was his reaction satisfactory for how much you spent on them? Yes. Did he cry? It was. Did he, like, cry? Uh, no, no cries, but a lot of expletives. I was going to say like, he couldn't believe it. I show she showed me the video and uh, Estrus with the potty mouth. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> one after the other. He with could not believe mouth. it. One after. Did he the say other. this is why I keep you around? <laughs> one, <laughs> now he has not. Uh, he the anniversary is not till it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. He has not responded. So my thinking is she went early. To pressure this poor kid, she went a couple. <laughs> why would you give it? Why would you give a couple days yeah, early? Why, why would you, give you do it early? that? What are you doing? So he overheard last Friday, Ed, when you were like, "Oh, his, her gift's awesome. Her gift's awesome." So I had to like talk him off the ledge and be like, "No, it wasn't. It's not what you think." Because he thought it was Canelo tickets, and so I just like couldn't keep the secret anymore. I knew he was going to find out somehow. So I'm like, "I'm just going to do it now." So I knew I would catch him more off guard. Giving yeah. him the present, not on the anniversary. It's a bunch of nonsense. You did it early, hoping he'll get. In. He'll now go the, for the he ring. He just starts panicking. He probably had like a, <laughs> like a Starbucks and a Cheesecake Factory like <laughs> gift cards, and now the guy's like, "Oh my God, she got me Canelo tickets. I got to pay some more money." <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I told him so it's obviously two tickets. I'm like, yeah, you have to take me. You know that, right? All oh, right. <laughs> and that's and that's when his face dropped. And that's on the other line. Oh. Other line is Sam Gordon. I'm really sorry. Yeah, She's you making can't take, take Sam. <laughs> um, okay, uh, just let everybody know again how long you've been dating. Tomorrow will be ten years. Wow, ten and, years. Yeah, right, still so... not engaged or married. I I have an important question to ask you. Like, just just how you feel about this. Uh, Kevin Kruger slid into the DMs on Instagram of a girl, and they got married 19 months later. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's the how you... Kevin Kruger? Yeah. One of the head coaches in, in my relationship career? Yep. Kevin Kruger, current UNLV basketball coach. His wife the, the slid into her DMs on Instagram, and they got married 19 months later. Good for him. <laughs> We are currently... How mad are wait. you at Kevin Kruger? <laughs> you realize that your relationship has lasted three different presidential administrations? <laughs> well, when you put it that oh way... Please uh, don't say that. Is, is there any chance tomorrow when he kind of comes with, like, 
the blouse and and I know some shoes or something, whatever he's throwing. Whatever he's wearing, the blouse or she? You know, like some you know some clothes and some shoes. Is he a pirate? Yes. Do you? Is there any chance you don't look bitterly disappointed and like disappoint this kid? Like, if it's not a ring, nothing he could give you will make you happy, right? I mean, there's no chance you're happy with this gift if it's not a ring. I really need a new pair of Converse. I mean. Oh yeah, those are like what thirty bucks. Um, yeah, I, I think I think we're looking at this from the opposite angle. She must be really easy to please if she's willing to stick it out for Ten a decade without a ring. Uh, <laughs> Desserts and, and new shoes. That's how you kept new me shoes for so long. So, Cassie, just so you know, nineteen months from Instagram DM to wedding for Kevin and Allie Kruger, uh, you started your relationship less than 19 months after Instagram was created. Oh, is that <laughs> where you were going with this? Can you imagine that? Yeah. Just, just let you know, you've been dating about as long as Instagram has been around. Boy, my, my hip just broke. This estrus, what pressure on that? Well, no, what do you mean? There, are no, there is no pressure on this yeah. kid. He hasn't done anything in 10 years. There's no pressure oh, at all. He's laughing my. right now. <laughs> Since Instagram was created, yeah, Instagram is just a, is about twelve uh, October sixth of two thousand ten, so about a yeah. year a year. You've older. been dating, yeah, like a year more than when my daughter was really happy because she made eight U All Stars. She's now a junior <laughs> in college. Yeah. Where was everybody? October twenty third, two thousand eleven. Oh my goodness! Wow. Dad, I made mean, uh-huh. you all search. Well, there's a person I don't know, but I will eventually meet named Cassie Soto, who a year from now is going to start dating this kid, Estrus, who will never ask her to marry him. <laughs> wow. Just oh. think, you put it in perspective. Jared's got the three presidential, uh, three presidents. The My six, goodness. The six running rebel head coaches is what did it for me. That's what Jared asked. How many football coaches have you gone through? Three? Sanford? Oh, wow. Sanford. Hawk, Hawk, Sanchez, and Sanchez so and forth. Arroyo. Yeah, so oh, only four. Yeah, well, we didn't have the wonderful Chris Beard coach for a day in football, so true. You're that, right. that helped them run up the score. That's true. UNLV's yeah. been to a bowl game <laughs> in your relationship, <laughs> and like two NCAA tournaments. Yeah, maybe three. Dave, yeah, Rice went to a couple. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Cassie's Cassie. Just think about this. Your <laughs> Your uh, ringless drought is longer than UNLV football's bowlish drought. Oh, yeah, because Bobby Howe by the, three uh, years. Yeah, yeah, by three years, not even close. They're blowing you out of the water. Yeah. You you started dating before the last UNLV football player got drafted into the NFL. Before? I think so. I'd have to go double check that. Was it? It was either. I think it was 2011. Frank. I think it's no, no, it was no. Joe Hawley. Uh, oh, Joe Hawley, the center. Okay. I'd have okay. to go double check. What Joe Hawley. Yeah. I said my dad really wanted to listen today, so I sent him the link. But he sent it to my uncle, so my uncle just texted me Instagram with laughing emojis. <laughs> is that the <laughs> is that the uncle that makes the good try tip? That's him, Fernando. Wow. Say hi, Fernando. Hi, hi Fernando. Fernando. How are you? Waiting for that invitation, right? <laughs> Yes. He's coming into town tomorrow. Oh, wow. exciting! Putting um, pressure on Esther. The whole family's putting pressure, pressure on him. him. Pressure him that you that you want to come over for barbecue. Wait, wait, wait! You got family coming in on your anniversary? Yeah, he's coming in for the Eagles game. Uh, I'm not saying that family coming in means anything, Cassie. Yeah, this yeah. could be it. Yeah. This could be it. <laughs> Esther's behind the scenes you asking the tri-tip guy you know to come what's in. So funny too is he's like my second dad, so like. 
if there was anyone that I'd want, yeah, to be here for this moment, it'd be him for yeah. sure. You get engaged at the 50 yard line oh. while the Eagles are up 24 <laughs> to 10. <laughs> how, how easy, I mean, how much will Carlos laugh if Estrus actually asks for your hand? It's like, dude, it's been a decade. Like, I, I, what are you talking about? Get like, her out Carlos, of my house. Exactly. Just do it. He just texted me this weekend. I got tri-tip, my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> He's like live texting me right now. <laughs> uh, I do have another important question that's in your area of expertise. Did you see the Tennessee Ole Miss game last weekend? Uh, was it an engagement? No, not an no. engagement. The game was delayed for 20 minutes because Tennessee fans kept throwing trash on the field. Oh, was that the golf ball? Yes, yes. Lane Kiffin yes. got hit by a golf ball. The golf ball situation. Yes. yes. Um, so I wanted to ask you, Lane Kiffin basically said at one point that he was just going to tell his players to put their helmets on and just deal just with it and move. finish the game. Do you think anytime you're on the sideline, you need a helmet? All the time. Well, it depends where I'm at. Depends where my I'm geologically located. Just in Reno? Does that, yes. Doesn't that like imply that you're underground? <laughs> yes. That's, that's where I would like to be when I'm in Reno. So the next time you cover a game in Reno, you will wear a helmet on the sideline. I will, I will, I'm not even going. Oh, oh man. Man. yeah, they play next week. Yeah, yeah, she works for Raiders.com. Yeah, she works for Raiders.com. Why would she be at UNR next week when they play? Well, it's a bye week for the Raiders. So she, can, um, she can cover both. It'll be good. All right. No, bye weeks, whatever. She's we, gonna do all the videos wherever it's like, what are you doing on a bye week? And someone's gonna be like, I'm planting a palm tree. <laughs> How would you hurt yourself <laughs> trying to use UNLV's sideline slot machine? How would I hurt myself? Yeah, because I feel like that's a given that you know, like I'd it would probably put in twenty bucks thinking that it needed money and so I'd just be out twenty bucks because well, it doesn't need money. Well, I know what you won't be doing. You won't be pulling the lever and scraping your hand with any kind of ring, so you know, because those diamond, those diamonds sometimes can really oh, oh, uh, catch in the right hand. So that's the uh, right hand lever, isn't it? Wow. So. You put it this way: to get a ring, you'd wear that thing on the right hand. You'd <laughs> shove it on the thumb at this point. Are you kidding me? You wouldn't even have to have it on the left hand. Pinky ring, a nice little pinky yeah. ring. Yeah, uh, toe ring. <laughs> toe like, ring. Let's, 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 let's just keep going. Let's just keep going down. What's below toe ring? Navel piercing. No, no, no. I've looked this up. Wallet card. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. What? I once Googled alt- alternate to having a wedding ring. Wallet card. What does that mean? It's just a, like a metal thing that goes in your wallet. You pull it out and has engraved like your names and the date you got married on it. So instead of wearing a ring, oh. you have a wallet card. Don't okay. give Esther any ideas. See, the, I tattoo, the ring tattoo. Oh, the tattoo. I would say the ring tattoo actually ranks above the actual yeah. ring because... It's a tattoo? It's also... There's like nothing there to absorb yeah. like how bad that's going to hurt. tattoo. Like the tattoo I have on my collarbone was friggin' painful. Did did Estrus go my way in the tattoos? The two tattoos I have are my kids' initials, and people said, "Why not the wife?" I said, "Because I know the kids will be around forever." Like, are the are the are the are, is Estrus going with like the tattoo of someone else saying, I don't, "I don't know how long she's gonna be around. It's been ten years. Still have an Esther to marry me." Yeah, for real. No, he, he is tattooless. So, all right. All right. No. all right. Last question before you for you before we let you go. How many more Bronco Raiders games can your parents' marriage survive? Oh, they've twenty seven years in. They've got it. <laughs> oh yeah, they've got it, man. The videos of your parents during yes. that game was pretty phenomenal. Yeah. How, how surprised are we that my dad didn't hit the ceiling fan? More importantly. <laughs>
That's I crazy. Was, by the that, third quarter, I was like, all right, he's like a couple beers in. He keeps grabbing this, fan, this flag like it's going to happen. <laughs> that crazy Lowe's changes from Raiders to Dodger jerseys in like two seconds. He did. He did change it up real quick before the game was even over. Well, the game yeah. was over. The game was over. Was over. Kill it. It was over. Right. Blow up. All right, Cassie right. Soto. Good luck. Good luck tomorrow. Get out of here. Tomorrow could be a big day. Good Don't luck, get your hopes up. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Bye, guys. Uh, there's no chance he's no, asking her. No, no why no would he? Yeah. Her. Uh, yeah, he's got it too well. They got a nice house. I was at the house the other day. It's a beautiful home. The, he, the kid's got it made. Now he's getting Canelo tickets and stuff. This kid's got it made. Genuinely, like I think, uh, yeah, I think we may have been thinking about this all wrong. Maybe she's the reason. Like she comes on the radio hall demanding, and then at home it's like, oh, all right, well that's fine. Would she ever force the issue and ask him? Well, she's probably done that. Probably. But would she ever go yeah. by the ring and say, "Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be great. That would be fun." I hope Sounds it's, expensive. I, don't I will think she'd say, spend the money. She just bought Canelo tickets. <laughs> I said, she's, "I don't think her so she's, she's not very well at Raiders.com with the money she's making." I think I hope that she gets him one of those really gaudy male engagement rings. If you've ever seen those, right, here we go. We got a six foot sub from Porta Subs to give away. And you'll be qualified to win a new Yeti cooler from Finley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. 702 364 1100. We'll take caller number seven at 702 364 1100. You will win a six foot sub from Porta Subs and be qualified to win a new Yeti cooler from Finley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. 702 364 1100. Is Tyler a know it all? Can you prove him wrong? Call the press box voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678. I was good for five and I sucked for one. Just, I had to leave everything out there. I told myself coming into this game I had a job to do and obviously didn't get it done, but I left my nuts out there on that mound tonight. That's for damn sure. If this goes to game seven, could you pitch again? Not as a starter, but... I'll pitch tomorrow if I have to. I... I got, I got nothing else going on for the next six months. You're locked in the press box. Congratulations to Annette. She won a pair of tickets to go out to Seltzerland and also to Todd, who won the six-foot sub from Porta Subs and is entered to win the Yeti Cooler. That was Chris Sale after game five, um, leaving something on the mound. Yeah, left something out there. <laughs> Six months, he's got six months to do nothing. Yes. It'd be a nice job to have. He'll throw <laughs> his arm guys. off because, yeah, yeah, six months, who knows what he's going to be doing for the next six months. Uh, but, yeah, um, ready for me to make Jared roll his eyes and groan? Sure. Did you buy something else? No, no, but we are getting complimented on our on our purchase. Of this. Oh, by gosh. who? Other chicken owners? Yeah, yeah. You mean there's like a text there's thing? A there's a Discord. There's a Discord? Yeah, yeah. Like nice grab. Nice grab, whoever beat me to it. Was a great purchase. Whoever got that is a lucky oh, owner. No. They have a very solid coop, so good for oh, them no. adding to it. Oh, this is a great day. This is a great day. You have day. a very solid coop. coop. Boy, coop you've been waiting for that, that. You've been waiting for that your whole life. Oh, we are going to make millions off of this. Nice bird, somebody said after we will bought it. Will you keep this one? Or will you see how it races at first? Well, it depends on how much we can sell it for. I mean, well, it appears a lot of people wanted the thing, so yeah. maybe maybe you, maybe you flip the house right now. Yeah. Well, they wanted it for that price. We'll see if they want it for more. I mean, listen, we bought it for twenty nine hundred. What would you sell it for? I mean, if somebody offered us thirty nine hundred right now, we'd probably take it in a heartbeat. I mean, the, again, the it's comparables. The second lowest before we bought it was thirty five hundred bucks. So. 
Does the 60% guy have final say? Yeah, technically, but I don't think he's made a decision without asking me or without us like agreeing to it before. It's no, we're like Mayock and Gruden, 51 49. Okay, 51 49. Okay, all right. Okay. Yes, he would have final say. If If he he, wanted to sell and he's like, we can get more, I'm going to wait. Right. If he wanted to do something, then yes, he could do it because he has 60%. But we're. We're we're pretty pretty open, pretty much on the same page for the most part. So yeah, it's good. Can't wait. Oh, it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be great. Yeah, we're all very excited for you, <laughs> making all this money. I'm very excited Jared for you. Jared is just glued to his phone, if, not paying attention no. to anything going <laughs> on right now. If you're ever well, I don't know if you ever will do this. If you ever get married, what what would her response be if you give her one of those wallet tickets? Oh, the wallet cards? Is that what the yeah, Oh, the very card. excited. Um, no, I'd have to give her a ring. Really? Yeah, I would want the wallet card. It's got to be cheaper it, than the ring. It's got to be. Well, here's the thing. something I've, in the wallet. I've never worn a ring. I feel like that'd be annoying to have a ring on my finger. Yeah, I think there, there are there are two types of people. The people that the only ring they ever wear is their wedding ring, yes. and the people who have been wearing rings since the, they could since get, could get their whole them. lives yeah. exactly. Like I, you could get a wallet. Thing. I had a right. I should get a wallet card. That's what I'm saying. Like we get engaged, she gets a ring, I get a wallet. Yes, card. Exactly. I see. And I was thinking, just get you the tattoo. That's just like just literally like there. That's just like might be better. Like I do. I own two rings. One is like my dad gave me a ring that was like his father's. Okay. And then I have a, a wedding ring. No, it's no, it's okay, got like a right. cool lion head on it. It's okay. a kind of cool ring. I just don't wear rings. And the other one's my state championship basketball. Ring. You don't, you don't wear that. No, I'd be please don't wear that. To wear around. I shall that, start wearing. No, you got to start wearing that in your wedding jacket. That'd be very strange. That'd be very strange. Don't it's, wear it's, that. It's got to be better. It's anything's better than the class ring. After the age of twenty-two, did you get a class ring? No. no okay. I never. I didn't walk at my graduation. <laughs> how? How is a class ring a thing? Like I never got I was, one. My when, kids right. never got them, so Thank I have no you. idea. Like when I was in high school, no. and they were like, "Do you want to buy a class and ring?" And you got the pamphlet. Yeah, I was like, out. when I was in high school, I was yeah. like, "That's stupid." Where would, Why would you I wear want that? that? And now, obviously, been out of high school for a while. I can't state, imagine state championship <laughs> rings. I get you get the ring to remember it. Like my kid, when she won national, she, they got we got them rings. She's never worn it in her yeah. life. But again, the class ring I never got. And my kids are like, we're not getting right. those. When I, would we ever wear those? I'm going to start wearing my state championship ring as a way to be like, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Want a state God, championship. we got to send them to Raiders events. <laughs>